ready to go. We are riding out the storm here in Tampa Bay. We have decided to ride out the hurricane, and that is the status update. Today is Wednesday, September 28th, 2022. The perfect storm hitting the globe, not just here in Florida, hitting the world. A scary, scary show as the wind whips around the studio, as the rain hits pitter-patter on the windows here. We will broadcast to you the storm brewing in our country by people who hate this place, including but not limited to Joe Biden, who has crushed our economy, destroyed our nation, and let's see what happens with this Nord Stream pipeline attack. Man, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Status report, Tampa, we are experiencing rain, a little bit of wind, a little bit of rain. It's been raining for about 24 hours here, and... Um, you know, so far, thank God, looks like this thing is not going to have a direct hit on Tampa. Um, and we pray for those who are directly in the path, little gusts here and there. But that's uh, that's about it. A sprinkling so far. Apparently, there's supposed to be a lot more rain later. But we are doing good. Power still on and uh, ready to Okay, so. Hurricane update. I am in my studio. We are here in Tampa. This is a photo of me literally broadcasting right now. This is the wide shot, okay, of me broadcast. There's That's Jerry running the camera right there, uh, and that's me standing there in the reeds. This is the live shot. This is the wide shot of this current broadcast. You guys can't see below the waist, but that's me right there. This is what's happening in my neighborhood. Hurricane update. So, uh, Hurricane Ian is hitting a little south of me. It was supposed to be a direct hit on Tampa. If it was a direct hit on Tampa, my family and I were prepared to probably leave the house last night, but it is not. We have sandbagged the house. We have shuttered the doors and windows, and we are hanging strong here. The lights are still on. The cameras are still working. The internet is still up. And so we are going to do our show. And we say thank you so much for watching. We went outside and filmed a little bit. You can see in the cold open, it's been raining here. It's been very windy, a lot, a lot of gusts of wind. This is supposed to be a category four or five when it makes landfall here in a few hours. And so to the people right, uh, right south of us, including some people that we know very, very well who live down there. Uh, wow. Please uh, stay safe. Please uh, seek seek shelter um, and, and get the hell out because uh, apparently this thing is supposed to be just monstrous. Around Tampa, it's a total ghost town. You, you, I mean, a lot of people have left. Most of the people I know have gotten out of Dodge. Uh, and a really weird thing is happening to the Tampa Bay. It's been completely sucked out to sea. I don't think we have the, the video available uh, right now, but it's totally crazy. So Tampa Bay, of course, is on a giant bay, and that bay is evaporated. It's gone. So the power of the storm has essentially eliminated Tampa Bay. And we'll go down and do a live uh, at the bay after the show, and we'll show you uh, sort of what's happening. It's, it's kind of crazy, and it's very interesting to see uh, how Mother Nature works and how the process of the natural forces that exist on this planet sort of create these wild environments. And by the way, it's been happening forever. These are the kind of things that happen because this is the way that God created the world. This isn't because of some man-made catastrophe. 
This is just what occurs during hurricane season in Florida, even as a new Floridian. I've only been here a year and a few months. This is how it works down here. This is how my neighbors have taught. My neighbors have been through a million hurricanes. They've all been through a bunch of hurricanes. They can name them all, right? Like they can name their their children or their grandchildren. I, 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 you know, Cloud and, 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 and Ian and Maria and whatever, whatever, whatever. They can name all the hurricanes. They know the hurricanes. There's always been hurricanes. But Don Lemon doesn't know that. Don Lemon on CNN, who continues to just get completely destroyed on his own show, always and perpetually, Don Lemon falling ass backwards into humiliation on his own program. This was the man who was on his the last version of his nightly show before getting canned. He got kicked off his primetime show and demoted, was sitting there weeping and crying about it. Don Lemon just got wrecked by none other than a meteorologist. Imagine if he would have me on his show or like Ted Cruz or somebody you know, like, like, like Matt Gates or Marjorie Taylor Greene. Imagine what Marjorie Taylor Greene would do to Don Lemon. There, there, you, you might as well bite directly into a lemon to get kind of like salty, sour, and then, and then squeeze that sour juice right into your eyeballs. The amount of tears that he would cry if Don Lemon had an actual guest on his program that would confront him. Don Lemon being destroyed by a meteorologist. We're here for it. Go. Can you tell us what this is and what effect climate change has on this phenomenon? Well, we can come back and talk about climate change at a later time. I want to focus on the here and now. We think the rapid intensification is probably almost done. There could be a little bit more intensification as it's still over the warm waters of the uh, eastern Gulf of Mexico. But I don't think we're going to get any more rapid intensification. If you look here, you can actually see, pretty interesting for your viewers, you can actually see a second eye wall forming around the inner eye wall and that's basically the second eye wall has overtaken the original eye wall and that should arrest development uh, so listen i just i'm just trying to get that you said you want to talk about climate change but what what effect does climate change have on this phenomenon that that is happening now because it seems these storms are intensifying that's the question here. i don't think you can link climate change to any one event okay. On the whole, on the cumulative, uh, climate change uh, may be making storms worse, uh, but uh, to link it to any one event, um, I, I would caution against that. Okay. Well, they, uh, listen, I grew up there, and these storms are intensifying. Something is causing them to in intensify. So Imagine waking up and being these people. Imagine looking in the mirror and seeing Liz Cheney looking back at you or Adam Kinzinger or Don Lemon. Imagine being so hollow and empty inside that these are the only things that you care about, that you believe that you are actually in charge of everything. There is no afterlife. There is no great beyond. That You are just here and you are in control of the planet, actually. You're the ones who can make the waters rise and lower, like Obama says. Like Amy Klobuchar yesterday said that if we tax people more, we can save the planet. That's what they believe. Or at least that's what they say, which is even sadder. They like go out in public. All the cameras are on. All the lights are on. There's people in the studio staring at him. And he's just sitting there going like, well, somebody's making these storms worse. It must be me. It must be my beef. The cows that I eat every day. Stop the cows. Everyone eat the bugs. Live in the pod. This is the life of these people. How miserable.
What are just sickos? You know, the reality is they don't believe any of this stuff. They just want you to be miserable. And we've covered this. They don't want you, they don't want themselves to sacrifice. It's not about them taking in migrants in Martha's Vineyard. They're not going to take in the migrants. Are you kidding me? I got 10 summer homes in Martha's Vineyard. It costs a million bucks each to rent each of them. I'm not going to let a Venezuelan sleep in one. I got 20 bedrooms. Now, I do got a sign in my front yard that says no human is illegal. I do have an anti-Trump t-shirt that says this is a sanctuary city, but I'm not going to let the migrants in shower in my place. You know what Martha's Vineyard did to those migrants? Those libs on Martha's Vineyard, they forced the migrants to sleep. The reason they had to get them out of there is because they were forcing the migrants to sleep on the floor of a filthy gym with no shower, no bathroom. You can go and find the images. We played them for you. These people, they just want you to suffer. They've never wanted the pain or the suffering or the virtue for themselves because they're not actually virtuous people. They destroy. They destroy. They don't create anything. People like Don Lemon, they're just here to tear and rip down society and then ask, what the hell happened afterwards when we're all living in a third world country? And that's happening right now. So the hurricane is here in Florida. It's hitting my house. There's wind and rain, okay? And it's going to, I think, get very bad for some people south of me. And we obviously pray for them. We will keep all of you posted as to what's going on here. We're sticking it out. We're staying here. And so that's our update so far on the hurricane. We're not meteorologists. We can just tell you what's happening uh, in our neighborhood. But we do assess a specific strand of damaging meteorological event, which is the stars aligning and the natural disasters aligning politically in our country and in our world. And the design of the people who are running this country right now and running the the globe right now is to destroy this place. It's never been more clear that what they want is a massive war and a massive catastrophe. We cover a lot of data on this show. So when was the last time you heard us talk about a number that reached absolute zero? Well, a few times. There are absolutely zero functional brain cells inside of Joe Biden's head. There is 0% chance of us voting for a Democrat in November, and there's 0% chance that Hillary Clinton will become president. Financially, in our lifetime, we have seen numbers reach absolute zero, and it's been terrifying. In the last recession, stocks like Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers, and Chrysler reached absolute zero in value overnight. Could it happen again? Of course it could. And if it did, would you be protected? This is why we invest in gold. Gold has never been at absolute zero in value ever in world history. In fact, gold value is rising like a hockey stick. That's why the savviest Americans, like me, diversify their savings to protect them from downturns in the market, from global instability, and from a falling, collapsing dollar. Birch Gold Group helps me invest in gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and they can help you. Text Benny to 989898, and you can convert your old 401k or IRA into a precious metals-backed IRA right now. Do it. It's the smart move, and... We got two more years of Joe Biden, so what can you do, man? Text Benny to 989898 to invest in something of real value with my friends at Birch Gold. They want to ratchet up and irritate and purge and plummet this totally nice, most prosperous, most benevolent, 
most uh, 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 able to sustain life global environment that we have right now with so many different miracles happening, including but not limited to like the birth rate and the child survival rate around the world going up, the poverty rate dropping through the floor, literacy going up. They want to destroy it all. These people are evil, satanic Marxists, and they are dead set on destroying the world. They cannot allow a detente in the Ukraine situation. Like in Ukraine, first off, they, they, they literally needle that entire region of the world, drive it into war. And now it seems like an act of terrorism, according to European powers, an act of terrorism has blown up Russia's Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Now, this is a shocking story. All day yesterday, I was sandbagging my house and like, you know, shoring up this place, making sure my family was safe, actually picking up some more guns. Very exciting times. There was a small report of looting in Tampa. So, man, you're going to F around in my neighborhood. You're going to find out. It's going to be exciting. And I, I live amongst a bunch of patriots. Please don't come to this neighborhood and uh, and while out, I, I, I beg of you. Uh, but nonetheless, I was off uh, line for a long period of yesterday. And then I log back on and I see this story of the Nord Stream 2 pipelines being blown up. And you get this sinking feeling in your soul that what's about to happen is going to be really, really, really bad. So here's the setup. Russia owns and operates the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipeline. This pipeline brings natural gas from Russia to Europe and is a huge source of capital revenue for Putin's regime. It is not in Putin's interest to blow up this pipeline or to hurt this pipeline. Yet, nonetheless, a massive seismic explosion was detected at the pipeline, and now the pipeline is leaking noxious gas into the ocean and into the atmosphere. So it's an act of ecological terrorism that happened. Multiple leaders in the European Union are saying this is an act of terrorism. This was an attack on the pipeline. Who's responsible? Who did it? Who blew up Russia's pipeline and what will happen? Because Russia is the foremost nuclear power on Earth. Russia has more nuclear weapons than we have in America. Russia is a scary country. You shouldn't ever want war. This has been an actually pretty nice society to grow up in. I was born in the 80s, lived through the 90s. Things have been pretty okay, actually, in the world. But the death cult Marxists who are in charge of this country and who are in charge right now of the global superpowers are dead set on a great reset where they can reorder society because they believe themselves God. It all comes from the same thing that Don Lemon's talking about, same thing Amy Klobuchar is talking about. They think they're gods and they need to reset society so that we all serve them. First chapter of Karl Marx's Communist Manifesto talks about capitalism and the church. And then the family structure as being the great evils that stand against communism. These people are going after all of them. Here we go. Here's the news on Russia's pipeline being blown up again. Not something that Vladimir Putin would do. You'd have to be a suicidal maniac to do such a thing. Go. It's one of the great environmental catastrophes of our time is unfolding tonight off the coast of Denmark. The Nord Stream pipelines, which are enormous Russian-owned conduits that carry natural gas from Russia to Western Europe, have been breached. As we speak, Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2 are pouring millions of cubic meters of natural gas into the Baltic Sea. 
Pictures from the air, which you can now see on your screen, show a toxic bubble field more than half a mile wide. You can only guess at how many marine mammals are being killed right now, countless. But the lasting damage may be to the atmosphere. Natural gas is comprised of up to 90% methane. Methane, as Joe Biden has often told you, is the key driver of global warming, which is, of course, an existential threat to humanity and the planet. So if you're worried about climate change, what just happened to the Nord Stream pipelines is as close to the apocalypse as we have ever come. So the question is, how did this happen? And it turns out it was not an accident. At the very same time that leaks in these pipelines were detected, Swedish officials recorded two powerful undersea explosions, each one of which was equivalent to hundreds of pounds of TNT. Nothing in nature can account for that. Almost immediately, the pipelines began leaking in three separate places. So there's only one explanation for what happened. This was an act of industrial terrorism. This is eco-terrorism. If the world gets plunged into World War III, and if poverty happens to the mass, the masses around the globe, if like third world conditions and wartime conditions and the destruction of this incredible society that has been created by better men, with better principles than these godless atheistic Marxists. If this all happens, if this comes to this world, it will be because of the environmentalists. It will be because of an environmentalist terrorist. And what is an environmentalist? It's a hedonist. It's someone who believes that human beings are responsible for everything on earth and all of creation. They don't believe in a God. And they believe that every action a human being takes is outside of the realm of God and will lead to the destruction of the earth. So therefore, human beings are probably the plague on this planet. That's what these people believe. And they say so. They say so. Let's read from the AP. Denmark believes deliberate actions caused big leaks in two natural gas pipelines. Read deliberate actions. That means eco-terrorism. This was an act of eco-terrorism and corporate espionage terrorism. Who's behind it? We don't know. But things are ratcheting up really, really fast. Russia is right now screaming, demanding the UN Security Council meet in order to look over evidence as to who blew up this pipeline. Seismologists said the powerful explosions preceded the leaks, meaning that they heard bombs go off in these pipelines. Guys, these are scary. This is scary times. This is like end of the world stuff. You can't do things like this to nuclear, this is a direct attack on a nuclear power. This is a direct attack on a nuclear power. That's happening right now. You're living through it. European leaders and experts pointed out the possible sabotage amid the energy standoff with Russia provoked by the war in Ukraine. Although filled with gas, neither pipeline is currently supplying it to Europe. It is the authorities' clear assessment that these are deliberate actions, not accidents, Danish Prime Minister Mette Fierkesen said Thursday. But she added, there's no information indicating who is behind it. Well, that's very convenient. The incident overshadows the inauguration of a long-awaited pipeline that will bring Norwegian gas to Poland and bolster the continent's independence from Moscow. So you hearing this? So there's explosions. These are, this is from the AP, by the way. We're not reading to you from Gateway Pundit or Breitbart. We're reading to you from the AP. These are people who are avowed leftists. These are people who are helping the regime, saying explosions blew up Russia's pipeline right as a pipeline not run by Russia begins to flow into Europe. Well, isn't that just horribly convenient? The first explosion was recorded on Monday, southeast of the Danish island of Bolkorm, said Bord Lund, the director of Swedish National Seismic Network. The second stronger blast in the northeast of the island 
was equivalent to the magnitude 2.3 earthquake. Seismic stations in Denmark, Norway, and Finland registered the explosion. There is no doubt that this is not an earthquake. This was an act of terrorism. Boy, if there's something the Biden regime has taught us is that we live inside of a country of takers. These people will literally take money out of your bank account to pay for their student loans. It is infuriating. That's why it's so refreshing to partner with a company that is a giver. Pure Talk wants to give you something. That's right, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, they're takers. They take way too much of your money for data you will never use. Pure Talk, my cell phone company, gives you choices. Only pay for the data that you need. That's how the average family, like mine, saves 75 bucks a month switching to Pure Talk. With Pure Talk, it's easy to find the right plan for you and your family, unlimited talk, text, and data, and plans from two gigs all the way to unlimited with mobile hotspots, all on America's most reliable 5G network. So why pay more? Here's another thing. Pure Talk's going to give you. This month, when you switch to Pure Talk, you pay one month, they'll give you the next month free. The big, woke corporate cell phone service providers would never. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, choose a plan, enter the promo code Benny at checkout, and get your second month free. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Danish Defense Minister Morten Blaskov said to travel to Brussels to discuss this leak with NATO Chief Jan Stoltenberg. They're saying it is a military action. This was an act of direct sabotage. So what's going on? Who doesn't want this pipeline to continue? Who are the people who are on the record saying that they're going to end the pipelines? Well, as Tucker Carlson played in his show, and as we will demonstrate for you, actually the Biden regime and the people behind some of the largest frauds in the American history, recent American history, such as Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction. Remember that one? The people behind these frauds on the American people uh, are the ones openly saying that they're not going to allow the Nord Stream 2 pipelines to continue. Now, what are we doing here? We're asking questions, and we'll play you the clip so you can hear it for yourself. Here's Joe Biden and Victoria Newland, the person behind the lie that Saddam Hussein had stockpiles of WMDs, saying that they are not going to let Nord Stream 2 be completed. These Nord Stream pipelines are going down. What? Watch. Let me answer the first question first. If Germany, if uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine again, then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. But how will you how will you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control? We will. Uh, I promise you we'll be able to do it. What? So Joe Biden, as we've covered, is not good at speaking. He's not good at being clairvoyant. He certainly isn't good at holding his cards up against his chest. He's somebody who outly blurts the things he's not supposed to say on camera regularly. Just check his recent comments about hanging out with 12-year-olds when he was 30. We played that for you many times, demanding that all the kids come up on stage and sit on his lap. He did this yesterday. It, it makes your skin crawl 
But in moments like that, you really sit back and go, my God, what is this man capable of? He sits there and smirks and he goes, I promise you, we'll be able to stop the pipeline. The reporter's like, wait a second, you don't have any say in this pipeline. This is a German pipeline with Russia. The U.S. has no say in this pipeline. You ain't involved. Plenty of pipelines in America. You shut down the pipeline. Remember, they shut down the Keystone XL pipeline. Day one. Day one. Joe Biden shuts down the Keystone XL pipeline. Joe Biden's saying with a wink and a smirk, oh, we're going to shut this one down. What the hell? What does he mean by this? Victoria Newland, probably one of the most devastating. I mean, I have friends die because of Victoria Newland. So let's just out and out say it. I hate this woman. This woman is demonic. I had friends die, meaning I had friends who went to Iraq and who did not come back, uh, except for in a flag-draped coffin. For me, growing up, I mean, I'm like the 9-11 generation, right? I was like right around enlistment age when 9-11 happened. A ton of good men went and fought. My brothers-in-laws went and fought. And some of them are still serving, actually, right now. So what's the deal? Victoria Newland lied about WMDs, among a, a bunch of other things, but the hoax around the invasion of Iraq is perpetrated by Victoria Newland, probably the most damaging and evil bureaucrat this side of Dr. Fauci. There's a race between them. Who is worse? Who is more malevolent? Who is more sinister? Victoria Newland saying, yo, uh, we're going to we're going to make sure this pipeline doesn't get completed. We're going to we're going to take this pipeline out. Watch. Um, with regard to Nord Stream 2, uh, we continue to have uh, very strong and clear conversations uh, with our German allies. And I want to be clear with you today. If Russia invades Ukraine one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward. So one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward. Just want to be very clear here on how I'm quoting her. Nord Stream 2 will not move forward one way or another. Joe Biden smirking and winking, saying, hey, you know, it ain't going to happen. Trust me, it ain't going to happen. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Are we the baddies? You ever seen that clip? Are we the baddies? Hans, are we the baddies? Maybe we can get that loaded. Like, uh, you know, it's like, uh, wait a second. Are we the bad guys here? It's incredible how much uh, uh, evil can be perpetrated by one's own government. And we believe that America and its founding and in its conception is the greatest country ever created. But even the most wonderful tools in the hands of an evil person can be turned into a murder weapon, right? And right, you could, I mean, you could, you could take a, a piece of medical equipment that was, I mean, you could take something beautiful and you could take like my bust of Abe Lincoln who sits here and watches me do the show every single day. Honest Abe, look at how, look at him. He's frowning. If I say something that's a lie to you, Honest Abe will frown at me, right? So I, I have him here to keep me honest. You can turn this or you could turn a medical device that's supposed to save your life into a murder weapon. The most incredible country, which America is, in the hands of evil, satanic, demonic people like this could be turned into an act into a horrible place and they're trying to do it. Well, I mean, they're not remorseful about what happened in the pipeline. Here's Corinne Jean-Pierre yesterday. Like you'd think she'd, you know, if, if they, if they didn't like what happened, 
you'd think they'd be like, yo, uh, this is a huge escalation and we're demanding right now for the Russians and the Ukrainians and everyone to like, calm down. This is going to lead to bad places. We're very sorry that this happened. We're horrified. And we look forward to an investigation to find out who blew up Russia's pipeline. That shouldn't happen. That's a terrible thing. And it's about polluting the entire ocean and the sea and the atmosphere. No, they, like Corinne Jean-Pierre was doing a victory dance. Watch. This just drives home the importance of our efforts to work together to get alternative gas uh, supplies to Europe and to support efforts to reduce gas uh, consumption and accelerate true energy independence by moving to clean energy uh, economy. So they're using it as an opportunity to sell more electric vehicles. So they're blowing up. And I want to say this very clearly because I want to say I'm, I'm, I'm going to use this metaphorically, right? They're promising that Nord Stream 2 will not go forward. They're blowing up pipelines here in America, meaning they're stopping the Keystone XL pipeline. Day one, first executive order to kill American oil pipelines. They are, of course, attacking the oil and fossil fuel energy industry all around the globe. They're essentially ending oil leasing here in America. They're not allowing more leasing, more exploration for oil. They're killing our dependence on clean and easily accessible energy. They want to kill your ability to drive around in a car that is powered by fuel because it could take you anywhere you want to go. You know, when they control the power supplies and they control all of the... So think about it this way. The government controls the electric supply. They control the power plants. They can turn them on and off. And they've done this in Colorado. Colorado, a bunch of people tried to turn the thermostats down and they found the thermostats locked. This happened. Now, it turns out they like these people had uh, signed up to be part of some type of subscription thing where they would save the environment by giving over control of their thermostat. Dude, that's what's going to happen. So... Now in California, you have the same thing with EVs where the governor is telling you don't charge your electric vehicle. They're trying to control how you move. They're trying to control where you can go. They're anti-gasoline because gasoline is cheap. It's available. It's a private industry. And I can privately put that gas in my car without the government really interfering, except for a couple, uh, a, a couple of ridiculous taxes on the gas, which of course should be illegal. So this is what's at stake here. The attack on you, your human rights, your first and fourth, your, your first and fourth amendment rights. Actually, in the first amendment, it says free association, free movement, essentially is what that means. The ability to move. This is sick stuff. Now, there is a Polish dude, member of the European Parliament, Radic Solorski, Sikorski, sorry. Radic Sikorski. Who the hell is this guy? Why am I talking about him? Well, he's very uh, connected with the Biden regime. He is married to one of the Biden regime stenographers, uh, uh, somebody by the name of Amy Applebaum, who works at The Atlantic. He has a photo of himself and Joe Biden in his Twitter, uh, on, his tw- on his Twitter page. He loves Joe Biden. And he tweeted a photo of this explosion of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline saying, thank you, USA. What the hell does this mean? This guy's a member of the European Parliament. What is he talking about? Why is he thanking Joe Biden? 
What's going on? We want answers. We demand answers because what's going to happen is this is going to lead to World War III. This is going to lead to uh, apocalypse. This is going to lead to a devastating and horrible life for you, your grandchildren, certainly. Your children, they will not inherit the world that you worked for and that their, uh, that their families, you know, that their ancestors worked to create. Better, stronger, more God-fearing men broke their backs and their brows in order to create this world. Men and women sacrificed, fought, grit, dirt, blood under their fingernails. They gave their own lives to create this prosperous, incredible world that we all live in. And these monsters who've never created anything are about to destroy it all. They're going to cause a nuclear war. That's what this is heading towards. I mean, I'm not trying to be alarmist here. Listen, man, on paper, on paper, okay? Let's just read it. Uh, uh, Some other country blew up the main source of revenue for the world's foremost nuclear arsenal holding country. That's Russia. What do you want me to say? This is a direct attack on Russia's financial stability and they hold all like the majority of the nukes in the world. What the hell is going on here? They're trying to destroy society so that they can take total control. And they know that in times of emergencies, in times of wars, they can grab control. So that's what they're attempting to recreate. Holy smokes. What would a normal person say in this scenario? Well, a normal person who has grandkids or like loves their country and doesn't want the world to be destroyed would say, stop, everyone calm down. Everybody chill out. Donald Trump is saying this on Truth Social. Leadership needs to remain cool and calm and dry. The sabotage of the Nord Stream pipelines, this is a big event. This should entail a big solution. Russian Ukraine catastrophe should never have happened. It wouldn't have happened if I were present. We all know that. Do not make matters worth, worse with a pipeline blow up. Be strategic, smart, and brilliant. Get a negotiated deal done now. Both sides need it and want it. Everyone calm down. The entire world is at stake. I will head up the group. Donald Trump's offering to negotiate. And by the way, like these people love Trump. They love him, man. I mean, they love him. Trump travels around. He's treated like a demigod when he goes abroad. And you see the way the Saudis welcome him versus that like pathetic fist bump with Joe Biden. Sad. They don't even meet Joe Biden at the airport. They don't even roll out the carpets for him. They, they hate this guy. I think secretly because they know that Joe Biden is just a tool to destroy the world that they've that, that has been created by better men. Joe Biden is a evil Marxist. It's a sick man. And you know what? When your country has been overtaken by evil Marxists that clearly do not have the best interests of you, your family, the people who, you know, the people who live here, which is, I guess, the number one thing that you should really care about, right? Do you care about Americans or do you want to see Americans suffer? Same thing with this hurricane. Like, again, we play clip after clip. Don Lemon, Amy Klobuchar. Oh, the hurricane. If we just taxed people more, if we just did more global warming, we'd stop the hurricanes. It's just about power for them. Other people's suffering means more power opportunities and more power vectors for them. They're evil. What do you call that? You call it demonic. They are indifferent to your suffering. 
They didn't care about Kyle Rittenhouse. They didn't care about your businesses being burned down. They don't care about you being attacked in the street. It doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't get them power. People are sick. And that's why we say, this is the, are we the baddies moment? And it's not that America's bad. It's that America is great. And greater men created this place and made it extremely powerful. And the sacrifices of your ancestors and my ancestors made this place the greatest and most powerful nation on earth by a long shot. So what's happened now? Well, it, it, it's been overtaken by criminal Marxists who took that great country and are now using it for evil. Again, any tool in the hands of a madman, any good thing in the hands of a madman can be turned into a tool for evil. A scalpel can be used to like cut out a cataract and give someone literal sight again. I've seen people do it. I literally watched Rand Paul operate something like this. Or a scalpel can be used to like hurt someone horribly in the hands of a madman, in the hands of a, a kind and good doctor can be used for good. That same instrument, America, can be used for evil. Are we the baddies? We actually pulled the clip. Here it is. Are we the baddies? I don't so. Hands. Are we the baddies? <laughs> and we got skulls on our cap. We got skulls on our cap, Hans. Are we the baddies? Man, you watch a story like that, it just breaks you. And then you look around at everything else the Biden regime is doing. From the Gateway Pundit, perfect storm forming under Biden. Recession, millions of jobs at risk. Here we go, baby. We are now in a bear market in the stock market. Everything is collapsing. The Dow is crushed. What's the Dow at right now? I mean, it's crushed, right? It's like below 29. Where's it at? I mean, these like, like they, they're collapsing our economy on purpose. And trust me, they've just kept it just long enough, kept it going just long enough to get through the midterms. That's why they drained all of our strategic oil reserves. Guys, I mean, it's, it's, it's getting, they're destroying this country. They're doing it on purpose. It's by design. Americans must suffer. Barack Obama, like literally said it openly, like it's time to humble America. And now they're about it. They're going about it in his third term. Here we go. Coming on the tales of the disastrous government response to the coronavirus, mandates, lockdowns, job loss. Economists fear that millions will lose their jobs by next year as small businesses begin to fail in great numbers. In June, a report from Cabbage, a small business lender owned by American Express, found that 20% of small businesses don't think they can survive the Biden administration. 20%? What will your city look like with 20% of the small businesses gone? Well, you pretty much won't have a city anymore. It'll be a Walmart and a dollar store, and that'll be it. The looming small business crash coincides with a housing crisis, soaring mortgage rates that have not been seen since the housing crash of 2008. There are 31 million small businesses in the country, according to federal data. Those businesses are responsible for employing nearly half of America's working population. 58 million workers, according to the data from Pi Insurance. That's uh, the data reported by Pi Insurance. This is apparently an insurance company. The U.S. Small Business Administration reports that 99% of all firms in the U.S. are small businesses that employ less than 50 people. So clearly, small businesses are extremely important to the health of the U.S. economy, and the effects of the pandemic on small businesses were profound. 
Uh, 16 months into the pandemic, the U.S. estimates found that one third of American small businesses had closed either temporarily or permanently, according to PolitiFact. What? One third? You've just taken an axe and you've just slaughtered one third of your small businesses? The effects of COVID are only the first wave. CNBC on Friday tried to put a happy face on the situation by declaring a headline that four out of five small businesses say they can weather a recession. That doesn't mean they're guaranteed to withstand it. That leaves 20% of small businesses worried that they can't outlast a recession. 20% of 60 million Americans means 12 million Americans without a job. This is, of course, with inflation being artificially low. Inflation should be at 14 or 15%. It's low because they're draining our strategic oil reserves. They're, they're setting us up for failure. Man, it's dangerous stuff. Check out this, um, check out, check out this clip F of what the, the stock market's doing right now. This, I mean, are you, are you, are you, are you planning on retiring? Do you like your savings account? Do you like your 401k? Bye-bye. After a five-session losing streak, where, as you said, we saw the Dow plunge into a bear market for the first time since the beginning of the pandemic. So it's a 20% fall from its recent high. And the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq, they've already been in a bear market. The S&P 500 down 23% for the year. The Nasdaq down a whopping 30% for the year. What is the thing that stands against the Marxist? Well, if you read the Communist Manifesto, and I have a couple times, actually. If you read the Communist Manifesto, the first thing that Karl Marx writes about is the church, okay? So first, we've got to destroy the church. And they're doing a great job of that. Look what they're trying to do to your children. Look what they're trying to do to gender. Look what they're trying to do to, with race. They're essentially trying to say that God made mistakes when he designed you. That God made a mistake. And that you were made with the wrong skin color, the wrong gender, and so on. These people don't believe in God. They're anti-God. You may call them the, you know, you can, there's a term for that. It's called the Antichrist. But what? But literally, these people, I mean, they're, they're atheistic, they're hedonistic, um, and they don't believe in the designs of God. So, I mean, first, you go after the church, and then, and then secondarily, you go after the families. Marx writes about this. Capitalism, and their, a capitalism's ability to provide for families. So you go after men. You get men addicted to porn. You get men addicted to opioids. You crush the man's spirit. Marriage rates in this country are collapsing through the floor. You go after the family unit, making sure there are fatherless children all over the place, making sure that they don't have the ability to provide for themselves because that's the number one indicator of poverty is a broken home. And then you become addicted to government, uh, uh, the government dole. And then those people are fully controllable then, you know, then you have a full capture of people who are utterly controllable by government and its systems. And so the thing that stands in the way of that is a productive, strong family that can provide for itself. So you must destroy the savings, my savings. I mean, oh my gosh, we can't even look, we can't even look at our investments right now or at our retirement right now. It's a bloodbath. They have to come after the church. They have to come after the family and our ability to provide for ourselves. This is classic Marxism. Joe Biden promised that if he were elected, he'd be laser focused on working families, not the wealthy investor class. Democrats' reckless spending, however, has fueled a 12% increase under Biden's watch of grocery bills, of regular household items. 
Combined with higher interest rates, the average American has lost $4,200 in real annual income, more than wiping out the gains during the Trump years. So they've destroyed, they've destroyed every gain that Donald Trump, I mean, this was the goal, right? To literally wipe Donald Trump from the history books. And how, what's, the, what's one of Trump's longest lasting legacies? His economy. They had to do the COVID lockdowns because they had to destroy Trump's economy. I mean, just like, guys, there's no limit to how evil these people are. Now, we're not saying Trump should, I mean, Trump shouldn't have gone along with it, quite frankly. Locking down was just insane. And a study after study shows, I mean, quite frankly, like it, it was the lockdowns were some of the most pernicious and awful policymaking. The devastating effects so far outweighed the consequences that people, people must go to prison for this. They've got to go to jail. This is suicide. I mean, suicidal what they did. But you start to see it in, 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 in stark relief. You begin to see it through like the long lens. You can start to understand what they're doing here. They're eroding the things that stand in their way to power, which is you being a person who can stand on your own two feet, provide for your family. We're a small business here. We got like 12 employees, 12 employees. If you count contractors, you got, you count like the contract. So we count everyone. You got 15 here at the Benny show. We love them. The the team is incredible here and we shout them out and we bring them on and we celebrate their marriages and we are so proud to provide jobs. It's the greatest thing that can happen in my life is being able to provide a place for a young conservative creative or an old conservative creative to come rolling in and not have to go work for some godless corporate PR firm or MSNBC, God forbid. Many of the people on my staff would never. But hey, if we don't create jobs and opportunities for these kids, well, we sacrifice them to the altars of corporatist leftism. What, what, what else are we going to do? They got to provide bread for their families. So we're very proud at the Benny show to be a, a job creator here. But these bad economic times, they, it's, they're going to just absolutely terrorize. Uh, uh, they're going to blow up our pipelines, right? Which is like the pipelines of us providing jobs for young creatives. And we want to hire 15 more people here. But a downturn in the economy is going to prevent us from doing that. That's why we thank you for watching. That's why we thank you for downloading our podcast. Super helpful. Go to your podcast app, download The Benny Show. You really support this show. It's a free way that you can support us every single day. Just download our show. That is a massive help. You watching every day on the streaming service, streaming device, this is obviously a massive help. And so we say thank you. It's just a free way that you can help us. We know the economy sucks. We don't ask people for money or donations. We just say thank you. Here are free ways that you can help us. We do this show for free every single day. Got no corporate strings attached. And we're so proud for our partners. Uh, uh, we're, we're so thankful for our partners. And we're thankful uh, for you. Ultimately, the partnership here is between you, the audience, and, and us here at The Benny Show. So we say thank you. The partnership between Democrats and control of everything in this country is hopefully going to evaporate, maybe for a generation. We need it to happen for 100 years. 
According to recent pollings, Democrats lose ground again over Republicans. Biden approval drops five points, 40 days until the midterms. New polls show race between two parties on a knife edge, according to the Daily Mail. Democrats' lead continues to shrink as midterm elections near. The party holds just a 2% advantage on Republicans. Joe Biden isn't boosting polling as his approval slips. 45% of the registered voters polled told Politico Morning Consult that they would vote for Democrats in the 2022 midterms compared to 43% that said they would vote for Republicans. Well, that's up two points. The teeny gap between the parties falls right within the poll's margin of error. Republicans shouldn't obviously be, shouldn't, shouldn't be winning Politico Morning Consult polls. This is really, really damaging for the Democrats. They should be running with their hair on fire right now as as I will probably be running. We'll see. We can, you can hear the, you can hear in the studio. I'm not sure you can pick it up, but like you can hear the rain, like clobbering the walls of the studio here and the windows. We'll see. Just 21% said in September to Gallup polling that they are satisfied with Joe Biden's job as president, which is still an improvement from August when only 17% said, and in July when 13% were happy. So ladies and gentlemen, we got some work to do. Republicans are still expected to take the house but there's plenty of fake polling out there saying that they might not or that it's very close. Don't believe the fake pollsters. Believe our boy Rich Barris uh, over at the People's Pundit. Believe like the actual pollsters, the Trafalgar group who get these things right. These fake pollsters are set up in order to trick you and to deceive you. Don't be deceived. Corporate polling, these leftist pollsters, these are called suppression polls. The goal is to try and tell you that Democrats have won and they'll always win. They're always going to win. Hillary Clinton's going to win 50 states. Their job is to suppress the vote. It's evil. It should be illegal. Uh, these people should be put in prison because they're literally, they're, they're literally doing the opposite. They're like, like stripping a doctor or a lawyer of their license to practice. You should have only so many polls that you completely F up before you literally take away their right to do polls. Biden calls Florida mayors but not DeSantis as hurricane nears shore. Just in case, just in case you're wondering, in case you're wondering if Joe Biden hates America, he doesn't call the governor of the, of the state of Florida, but he'll call the Democrat mayors. Okay, check this out. Here's the clip. But he's made conversations with the mayors. So is there any reason why not the governor? Again, we have a strong team that's in place supporting the governor right now, working side by side with him and his staff. We'll continue to stay engaged with him. Does Joe Biden hate Americans and hate you? Does Joe Biden not care if a storm is clobbering you or destroying your neighborhood? We'll see what it looks like outside when we're done with the show. Maybe it's happening in my house, right? We, we don't know. God forbid. Well, the answer is he won't even pick up the phone and call the governor of the state of Florida. By the way, I would absolutely love to be on the other side of that conversation. So, no. The answer is no. Joe Biden doesn't love you or care about the American people. Joe Biden cares about power. And that's the theme of this entire show. As the devastating Category 3 storm approached, Biden first spoke with Tampa Mayor, Democrat, Jane Castor, St. Pete Mayor, Ken Welsh, and Clearwater Mayor, Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. Interesting. The president waited until Tuesday night to phone DeSantis. Okay, all right. So it looks like here in the article, this according to the New York Post, that he did actually call DeSantis, all right? And also the team has told me that the Dow is down 800 points this week. It's at 20, uh, uh, 29,000. The two discussed the steps federal government can take to help Florida prepare for the hurricane. Okay, well, there you go. There you go. So he did eventually call DeSantis. Again, I would have loved to bet on the other 
end of that call, Ron DeSantis has regularly uh, called Joe Biden President Brandon. So we hope that he did so on that call. Flagrantly illegal law firm files lawsuit to stop Biden's student loan forgiveness. Obviously, this is illegal. The federal government can't do this. Nancy Pelosi herself said it was illegal. The regime is in collapse, and that means that they're going to do incredible damage as they collapse. President Biden's plan to forgive hundreds of billions of dollars in student loan debt violates both federal law and the Constitution, according to a just-filed lawsuit from the Pacific Legal Foundation, a libertarian law firm. This isn't how laws are supposed to be made, Caleb uh, Kreckenberg, an attorney for PLF, tells Reason. The only only Congress has the power to pass laws to spend money under the Constitution. The administration's actions are flagrantly illegal, and that Congress is going to go right back into the hands of Republicans. And trust me, they ain't going to do this student loan forgiveness. The whole reason they did this was so that Republicans would stop it and they could blame Republicans for it. Speaking of blaming your Republicans. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. We have Eric Adams, second story for a second day in a row, the mayor of New York City, who is building tent cities now in New York. You know that? So they can house their illegal criminal migrants. He has lots of empty, fancy hotel rooms in Manhattan. How about you just open up some of your Upper East Side apartments, libs, for the 13,000 criminal migrants in your city? that had been shipped there so kindly by Texas. Man, uh, these leftists do not like red states. They're getting trolled by red states. Eric Adam boasts New York has a brand and Kansas does not. What does this mean? Let's play the clip. We have a brand. New York has a brand. And when people see it, it means something. You know, when we go there, it's not. A, Kansas doesn't have a brand. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> When you go there, yo, okay, you from Kansas. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> but New York has a brand. It has a brand. I've been to Kansas. I'm from the Midwest, from Iowa. I've been to Wichita. I've got family in Wichita. If anyone's watching in Kansas right now, shout out to y'all. By the way, I think that, uh, I think, I think Kansas is going to like be ranked. Kansas is like 4-0. Kansas is going to make the playoffs this year in college football. Uh, Kansas, stand up. It's a great state. Midwest, great state. I was just in Iowa for a couple days last week. Uh, I would so much rather be from Kansas than Manhattan, than from New York. You ever been to New York? If you've looked around New York, at least you're not going to get killed in the street. There's not filth all along the street. There's not rats the size of farm animals. New York is a filthy disgusting place. Now, there's nice places in the state of New York, but he's sitting there talking about New York City, of which he is the mayor of. What do you have to be proud of, Eric Adams? The fact that there are more people killed in the streets of Manhattan than in the streets of Kiev right now? What do you have to be proud of? The rate of disease and filth and sewage and rats that you could strap a saddle to and ride through the streets? What do you need to be proud of? Your taxes? People fleeing? Do you know that the greatest number of people in American history ever recorded moving from one state to another happened this year, New York to Florida? Largest in history. Largest recorded. They do this by tracking the driver's licenses. The number of driver's licenses that get like um, turned in 
when you get a new driver's license, you have to turn in. I had to do this. I had to turn in my DC license. It gets shredded down here. So they track the numbers. There's like, you know, it was like tens of thousands of New Yorkers leaving New York and coming down here to Florida. And we welcome you. Don't bring your filth and don't bring the kind of crap like that. Like, what do you have? Kansas is such a better place to grow up. Kansas is such a more honorable, moral, kinder place than New York City. New York is garbage in comparison to Kansas. I don't understand. Like, I'm not, and I'm not trying to do this tit for tat thing, but you can just stack up the metrics. I mean, what metric do you want to go by here? I mean, drug abuse, murders in the streets, crime, filth, pollution. What do you want? Price of living? Number of intact families? Number of happy people? What what exactly are you comparing this to? Skyscrapers? Is it skyscrapers? New York has more skyscrapers than Kansas? Got them. Although some of those silos, grain silos can be really tall. You ever sit up next to a grain silo? Like, whoa, it's huge. Anyway, it just shows exactly how... It shows how they don't... They don't love this country. They don't love you. And that should be a prerequisite to running this country or running anything. You should love the people in it. We love the people of New York. You're an American. We want you to have a great life. We want you to live happily. We always say that on this show. We think the leaders are trash, but we love you. We don't have anything against the people of New York necessarily, per se, unless you're a Marxist. We don't like you as uh, if you're a Marxist. But this is like a huge issue. The people who are in charge right now don't love this country. They want bad things for it. You can see that in the pipeline explosion and in their actions and then how they're running the economy, how they're running this place. So it's high time for us to like take a step back and like gut check as Americans. Like, who do we want in charge of this country? A group of Marxists who are dead set on the destruction of the world as we know it and the achievements of greater men? Because that's all a Marxist can do, by the way. All a Marxist can do is tear down and destroy. They know nothing else. That's what they did in the Soviet Union. That's what they do in communist China. That's what they do all around the world. The Marxist only knows destruction. Or are we going to elect a group of people who are more alike the founders of this nation, Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, the group of patriots who we love to highlight on the show uh, every single week. That Those are the people who are deserving, quite frankly, of the inheritance of this great nation, not these communist freaks. So it's time to, you know, it's time to send them back to Moscow, where they come from, you know, Soviet Union, where they come from. And the, there's a great quote out there about how the Soviet Union lost the war. The, the Soviet Union lost the battle because it doesn't exist anymore, but they won the war because they essentially emptied their bureaucracy into the, the governments of the West. And now the governments of the West are run very similar to the Politburo of, of the communist Soviet Union. You can see it. So it's time to be done with it. It's time to be done. And we're done with it on this show. We're going to go back to our family now, check in on everything. God, family, country, of course. Very popular saying these days. Very happy to be early on that train. My name is Benny Johnson. Thank you so very much for watching. And uh, please, stay safe out there. There's some really evil people in charge. Are we the baddies? We can change it.